Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are in the world. This is Jack Panda, and I bring you episode 91 of my daily audio logcast series. For those of you that are new, this is an unedited raw flow of thoughts and feelings that quite often takes us to insightful places. Other times, the rambling takes us nowhere, although there's always some good nuggets along the way. Ultimately, that's the risk of embracing the unknown. So today, the last day of the year, the last episode of the year, and yeah, super excited, still feeling the energy from yesterday's episode, really, really feeling in line, but also just really feeling attached to this idea of being on our growth edge, challenging ourselves, moving into 2020 to grow, stepping outside of our comfort zone to grow. Not too much, not too little. Just just enough to feel like we're on the edge, a little bit of discomfort. If you wanna if you wanna hear more about what I mean by growth edge, go listen to yesterday's episode. But today I want to talk about how 2020 is gonna be the year of the panda. And I've just realized this today, funny enough, um, the day before going into the new year, um, why the panda came to being in my life, why it's been popping up this year, why I was given the nickname, and why this podcast started three months ago. And it's because this 2020 is going to be very, very, very much an embodiment of the panda spirit, the, the, the animal spirit, the totem, the, 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 what the panda represents um, in and of itself. So let's think about it, right? It's black and white, so that can imply the yin and the yang, the opposites, the polar, the polar opposites, the extremes of life um, coming into balance, right? So I look at myself, for example, I've been experimenting a lot over the last four or five years with both extremes. Now, in the last six months, I've been starting to, um, or this year especially, been starting to um, pick up commitments, create commitments and and stick to them and persevere and have and find with them some balance in my life, some something that would anchor me, something that grounds me. Because if, if there's nothing that grounds us, nothing to discharge our energy, we can become very chaotic and very much in the mind and very much in a unpredictable space and we can soon become a slave of our impulses which is which was cool right it was it was what was for that period of time in my life and for any of you that have experienced the same it was a time to experiment it was a time to explore it was a time to find out what we're good at right now coming into 2020 where commitment for me is so so alive where persistence, perseverance, consistency, continuity, all these words are very much alive in me at the moment. They have been for the last few months, but going into 2020, they're like my priority, right? Daily commitments that keep me grounded, that keep me anchored. Daily commitments that over time, I will be able to grow, not only grow, but reap the fruits from that continuity. Because Going back to nature, it's always good to reflect from what is 
if you look at a fruit tree, it takes three years, I think, three or four years, depending on the fruit tree, for it to start producing fruit. That means you have to wait one, two, three years. And then as it gets older, the fruit gets better and better. And when it gets to about 10 years old, after 10 years, it comes into its prime fruit production uh, time. So what's that telling us? That things need time, things need to settle, things need to be grounded, they need a foundation, they need to be balanced on the foundation, but they also need time, they need patience, they need perseverance, they need commitment. So for me, 2020 is, is all about this panda spirit. It's about finding that balance between the extremes. We've played around with the extremes, now we need to come into balance. And how do we find that balance? How do we find that grounding by having small daily commitments, right? So I started doing the running every day, a bit of Duolingo, Italian, a bit of um, doing my podcast every day. I make the bed every time I wake up, even if I don't feel like it, I make the bed in the morning. You know, there's, my brother was reading a book yesterday, he was saying, it was a coaching book, I think, how it's good to have 10 daily habits. And they can be minute things, you know, like brushing your teeth could be one, but that's one that you should be doing anyway. But small commitments that keep you centered, keep you focused and anchored in, in your truth, in your uh, vision or in your goal, so that you don't get so influenced by the external. Because the external, I mean, I'm on a very quiet island, but if you're living in a city or you're on social media a lot, or you watch the news, you'll see that the world is quite polarized right now. We're going through a very polarized space, um, divisive. You know, you've got the vegans and the carnivores. You've got the lefties and the righties. You've got the conservatives and the liberals. You know, you've got the dictators and you've got the, the ep epicureans, you call them? I don't know, you've got the extremes playing out and you've got lots of different ideologies popping up everywhere. So it's so so easy to, to be influenced if we're not anchored, if we're not grounded and we're not grounded in balance. So simplicity is also a thing that's coming up for me. It's how can we have New Year's resolutions that are simple, that are daily, and that we can commit to without too much difficulty. We don't want to make things too difficult. Every, I, I think New Year's resolutions could be spun on the head and be, be counterproductive, you know? So many people wait until New Year's Eve or the new year to make New Year's resolutions, to implement new habits, to start a new, to start something new, to go on a diet. You know, why wait? Why do we wait? You know, we always have this idea of waiting for the right moment. It's never the right moment. You've got to start. Just do it. Start today. Don't start on the first. Start on the 31st. You know, commitments have to just happen um, when you feel them, but also when you know that they need to be done. Or you, you have a goal of, okay, I want to reach this goal. What do I need to do? You know, I need to do this, this, and this. If I want to run a marathon, you know, if, sorry, if I wanted to, set myself to, to too big a goal for next year, I would say, okay, I'm going to run a marathon in May, which was my initial thought. I'm like, man, I've been running for two months. If I do a marathon, sorry, an ultra marathon, I think it's 50K. If I did that in six months, that would probably be too much. So I'd injure myself and then maybe I'd give up because it was too much. If we set our goals 
goals that are too high, New Year's resolutions that are too extreme. We're going to start, we're going to try and we're going to fail. And then we're just going to go back into our cave. Or worse, we're going to feel guilty, depressed that we failed. You know, we're going to go into the victim failure mindset. So again, we need short-term commitments, short-term routines, short-term habits with long-term visions, long-term goals. Um, And the the long-term goal can be complex, but the short-term goals or the short-term habits, commitments, routines need to be simple. And the simplicity leads to complexity. We can't, if you get too... Too, too, caught up, up, too caught up in the dream, too caught up in the, the long-term goal, you're going to quit before you start. And that's what happens to most people after the first month of January. That's why Veganuary, it's, it's good for some people to try veganism, but most people try it and then they, because it's too extreme for people to go from, you know, a standard American diet or eating everything to eating only plants. Not only, only few people can sustain that you know that transition in such a short period of time that's just an example so if you don't want to be one of them people that start something and after a few days a few weeks or a month you quit and you fail you feel like shit aim for simplicity aim for daily habits aim for balance aim for doing exercise aim for doing something that that grounds you and of course, something that you're drawn to, something that you like, something that you feel passionate about. Maybe you don't feel passionate about running every day, but you feel passionate about running a marathon. That's what excites me. It's the long-term goal that gives you a motive for the short-term habits or commitments. If you, if you just tell yourself you've got to run every day, but you don't really have a long-term um, goal or vision for the, for the running, then you're going to find it hard. It could be health. It could be running a marathon. It could be just because it wakes you up in the morning. You know, I make the bed in the morning because I know that when I go to bed at night, it feels good to get in a bed that's made. If I didn't have that feeling at night, I probably wouldn't make the bed. There'd be no point. So we've got to have a future goal, a future fruit that motivates us to, or a hypothetical uh, result of why we're doing what we're doing in the present moment. Because otherwise we're just doing it to do it. And that doesn't necessarily motivate people. So yeah, that's my two cents for the 31st of December, going into 2020, the year of the panda. I will speak to you next year. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Ciao for now.